Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful online businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers. We find our clients in different ways and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Align, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersalign.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hey, Sarah. We are going to talk about your expertise today, and I'm so excited about it. For those who don't know, and I know you hate it when I call you this, for those who don't know, Leah is the (laughs) Upwork queen. She knows everything about Upwork. And she has lots of great um, freebies and courses and all kinds of cool stuff that tells you how to succeed on Upwork. And because she's incredibly successful herself on Upwork. And so today, Leah is going to talk to us about how to get started on Upwork. And I will play the role of person who knows virtually nothing about Upwork and ask stupid questions so that you can tell us all of the answers. They're not stupid questions. Okay. So I would say one of my favorite things is to get a message on any social media platform with someone who has been following me for a while that has a question on how to get started. So that got me thinking a couple of years ago of like, I just need to like put everything out there. So just a selfish plug, like I do have a guide that's literally going to take you from going to upwork.com to fully setting up your profile and everything in between that's going to build a solid foundation. So getting started on Upwork, let me give you a little bit of my story. So I did a lot of coaching, um, helping people start um, some sort of business, get started independently as an entrepreneur. Part of that step was to give them financial freedom and that safety net. And so I would always task my clients, Hey, go start an Upwork just to get some, you know, some small clients. So you have that safety net if you're quitting a full-time job until whatever you're doing is going to get off the ground. Um, so I found myself four and a half years or a little over four years ago in that same position of relocating. I had no clientele up here. I had no nothing, like just nothing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to jump into Upwork and just kind of give me myself some time to figure out what's next. Um, clearly Upwork has been what's next for me because we're sitting here over four years later, over 300 contracts later, and I still am super passionate about the platform. I love the protection that it provides. I don't feel like I'm ever going to be taken by a client that's not going to pay me. I don't have to chase my invoices. It just, I turn my little time tracker on and I know that every time it takes a screenshot, that's you know, basically my cash register ringing is how I think of that. So let's take it a step back. 
So Upwork changes things. Upwork expects you to communicate on their platform until you have a contract in place. Um, I have been seeing lately that some clients or potential clients, I got a couple notices even last week saying like, hey, this person is no longer allowed on Upwork. They violated the terms and conditions because they were asking for work outside of Upwork. So think of Upwork as this place for you to stay safe, but they are also making you kind of pay to play in their space. Um, per se, they don't charge you anything other than like their fees. Like it's a 10%, um, you know, five, 10 or 20% that they take until you get to the different thresholds that I will let you look at, um, in my guide, or you can check that all out on upwork.com. But that's the only fees that you have to pay um, to be on their platform. You can search for jobs for free. You can apply for jobs. Um, They do require you to pay for these things called connects. um, But they also give you a lot of perks and connects um, the more you apply and things like that too. So I'll just let you ask questions because I feel like I'm so in it that you're probably going to have better questions. Okay. Tell us. So... Tell I know um, one of the things you offer is like a soup to nuts of like how to build your Upwork profile. Yep. Tell me what you think that the mistakes are that people make um, building their profile and why you built that course. Okay. So one of the things that, that I go through in that is the more complete your profile is, the better off because that is basically your portfolio on the platform. It's um, creating an eye-catching profile. So when you land on my Upwork profile, and I'll let Sarah post that in the show notes as well, it has those keywords at the very top. So people know that I work with Kajabi clients. They know that I work in course creation. They know that I work in membership creation right off the bat. Um, And then it goes into some different details. And at on my profile, I also invite them to schedule a call with me. Um, I don't ever accept any clients without speaking to them on a Zoom call. I want that interaction. It's one of my vetting processes to make sure, one, that it's a legit client, and two, that we're on the same page as what I offer and what they're needing. Um, so that's, yeah, that okay. answer. So you get your profile set up. And then what do you do? Start applying for jobs. Tell me what that looks like. Yep. So the more you apply, the more visible you become on the platform. So I challenge clients who are just coming to me like, hey, I want to get started on Upwork. What's your best, you know, like what's your secrets or how do I get started? So what I will tell you is make sure that you have a solid profile and I have that guide that walks you through exactly what you need um, or that mini course, I should say, that walks you through everything that you need there, then um, you're going to start applying. And what's going to set yourself apart from other applications is making sure that you answer their questions thoroughly, making sure that you read their job postings thoroughly. Um, For a long time, people were saying like, hey, if you read this full posting, put pink elephant in um, in somewhere in your pro in your, um, job listing. And I'm like, okay, that's really cheesy, but I would make sure that I would always do that. I mean, they would just use anything. It wouldn't necessarily be pink elephant, but they would do that to make sure that it's not just a bunch of bots or it's not just pre copy paste 
responses. Mm-hmm. So making that as much per as much as you can personalized to that job application, the more you're going to get seen. Do I write a full job application every single time I apply for a job? Oh no. What I have is I have a top paragraph that says, here's who I am. The next paragraph is what I create and it's this is how I can help you. And it's tying in those keywords that they use in their job, in their job posting. It's being specific. If they're saying, I need a course creator, I say, I am an expert course creator because, and this is how I can help you. Like going through line by line of their job posting, making sure that I iterate how I can help them. Then I finish it up with, this is what my process is. Here's my call to action. My call to action is always, schedule a call with me. So the top paragraph and the bottom section is all copy and pasted. And I've had the same thing for the, over the last two years and it's still getting me jobs consistently. But what sets me apart is that middle paragraph of how I specifically can help them. Um, that's where, um, so that's the next thing. Um, it takes a little while to get clients, especially if you're in a large niche. If you're a virtual assistant, unless you're a specialized virtual assistant, you have you're competing against a large pool of people. So figure out how you can set yourself apart. Um, when I was at a lower rate, um, there was a lot of people at that lower rate. Um, what I would do is I would do a Loom video for them, introducing myself, just taking that extra couple minutes. Um, so figuring out those different things. Um, to set yourself apart. Tell me about how you talk to people who are new to this. Like, how should they think about pricing themselves? That is an individual decision. What I challenge people is what types of jobs do you want? And so when you've identified those type of jobs, go in and see what people are paying for those jobs. Go in and see what other freelancers, like what your peers are doing in that same space. So the typical virtual assistant, like just a general VA is anywhere from 15 to $30 an hour. So looking at what, and then pricing yourself comparable there. So I will never say, oh, you need to price yourself at X. I challenge my clients, um, my coaching clients to go do that research on their own and come back and we can have a conversation. Tell me why you like working on Upwork? Because like you said, you've been doing it for five years. Five years? That's right. Um, yep. Almost five. Yep. And you like, you know, like you could totally get clients outside of Upwork. Mm-hmm. And I know you do have some clients here and there who are outside of Upwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, tell me why Upwork and why you continue to stick with Upwork, even though you're like, because I think sometimes people think about these platforms as like, oh, it's just a place to get started. Um, and we have an episode, like a whole episode about platform versus not platform. Um, but like you're a seasoned six figure freelancer who is like still on Upwork. Tell me why. Yep. I don't have to do billing. It's just plain and simple. Like I don't have to do any billing. Um, and I've gotten, I mean, call this lazy, call this whatever you want, but I have been getting a ton of word of mouth referrals lately from Upwork clients and I will bring those word of mouth referrals back to Upwork because I don't want to deal with the billing. Mm-hmm. 
I had a client for a long time that was not on Upwork billing and I would never know if I was getting paid consistently. I would never know when that money was coming in. Um, And it was just kind of a stressful conversation of like, hey, I see that you haven't paid your invoice yet. Can you get that paid? Or, hey, I'm going to have to stop working because you're behind two invoices. Like I don't like having, I don't like chasing that money. Um, And I'm very strategic with my money. So I need it to be consistent. Um, On Upwork, I have full control. Like I know exactly what my paycheck's going to be. Um, And that is very, uh, like it, it, it feels good for that safety security need that I have. Tell me how it works. You get paid weekly? Yes. Yep. So every Sunday night billing ends, you have until Monday at noon to like make any adjustments if you have to do anything. Um, and then you get paid from that billing cycle the following Monday. Got it. So you get paid every Monday. Yep. For the work you did the previous, well, like two weeks before, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Um, why should people, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what you think about this question. So like, if you, how much you know about other platforms, but there's like other platforms out there, right? Um, why did you end up choosing Upwork? Upwork was just something that I landed on and it worked. So there's plenty of other platforms. I don't have a lot of experience. And I thought originally that, okay, I'm going to get some clients on Upwork, figure that out. Then I'm going to go to this platform over here and figure out if I like that better. Compare the two. I mean, it's the same thing when I decided that I was going to specialize in Kajabi. I had played around with all the different platforms. And why did I land on Kajabi? One, it's just where I kept getting the most return for my you know, my time. So Upwork just kept feeding me clients and I never had the need to go to another platform. So um, to speak on the other part of your your question, like why do I stay? I stay now because my profile is so rich. Like you can go to my profile and you can see jobs that I've had the last four years. You can see that I'm an expert vetted freelancer. You can see that I've made over, you know, X dollar amount on the platform. You can see how many hours I've worked. You can see all of those things right on my profile. And so that has kind of become my portfolio. Mm -hmm. It's that like basically my resume, but it's not just like he said, she said type resume or like, this is what I've done. Look at me. It's like, no, this is what other people are saying about me. So it's that instant credibility because one of the things like, because my hourly rate is higher now, I have to be able to ask in an interview, I need you to trust me. Like, and I, and I direct them back to my profile to say, look at all these. I'm not a bait and switch person. You're going to see all of these five-star reviews. You're going to see all of these different things. I pull out things like, look at this one in particular. This is the closest one to your job. Like now I have that history and it's not just me saying, this is what I've did for this other client. It's this other client like vouching for me. Yep. It's social proof. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So to sum up how to get started in Upwork, you're going to download Leah's freebie. <laughs> I will say it. You are going to download Leah's freebie, which we're going to link in the show notes. And you're going to set up your profile using all of Leah's wonderful tips that she's learned all the year. It's, you will make zero of the mistakes that Leah made because she learned all of these things and is now telling you the shortcut. Yeah. And then you just need to start applying for jobs and get yourself out there. Um, 
And even if you have a profile and you're like, okay, I've dabbled on the platform. I haven't gotten anywhere. You can still download my freebie and use it as a checklist to make sure that you've set up a solid foundation. What I always tell clients is like, you can, you can start anywhere. You can try all the things on your own. Like you can literally go to upwork.com and start on your own. Like that's fine. You know, but if you're not, if you want to leverage yourself or you want to grow at a different speed, maybe just download it anyways and just do it as like a checklist for yourself. Yeah. Why not? Right. Why take the long route when you could take the short route? Exactly. All right. Well, I feel like, I feel like I know how to get started. (laughs) I will also say like a personal testimonial. I know that this works because my sister who we had on a few episodes ago, um, Katie Martin, who talked to us about multiple income streams, um, followed Leah's method to get on Upwork and Leah has coached her all, all along the way. And now she has multiple freelance clients through Upwork and is continuing to get others every day whenever she like needs more. Um, I would say that she's getting more work than what she needs. And so like, it takes a little bit of time to get started um, and like figure out like everything we talk about in literally all of our episodes, figure out why you're doing this, what you need, what your boundaries are, figure out like what you do and how you do it. All of that like comes with practice. So like your very first client, if you're new, if you're a seasoned freelancer and you're just going to Upwork, then you already know all that stuff. But if you're a new freelancer who's going to use Upwork to get started, I think it's a great, like, especially if you don't have an existing network and whatever your skill set is to tap from, I think it's like the perfect way to get started. And I think like we just said, Leah can attest to the fact that it's not just the perfect way to get started, that like there are seasoned six-figure freelancers who still continue to operate on Upwork because of, um, or other platforms, it doesn't have to be Upwork, but because of the reduced like administrative burden that you have when you operate in a platform like this and the security that you have in knowing that you're not gonna have to chase payments um, because they put their credit card in before mm-hmm. they hire you. So like they're getting billed. Upwork has their credit card. Like they're paying. Um, you don't, you aren't going to have to chase it down. It's always going to come to you, which I think is a huge value add. And what I didn't mention is if the client's credit card does not work, they will pause the contract until it works. And if you're operating under Upwork's like expectations of using the time tracker app, putting the memos in there, identifying what you're working on. And I Upwork determines that yes, you are in fact working on that project. They will pay you even if the client bails. That's good. That did happen one time. I had an overseas client where needed a rush project. I worked one, I will never do this again, but I worked one hockey tournament weekend for my daughter. So I missed out on virtually all of the social weekend, but I pounded out that course and that whole website for them over the weekend. And it was over 50 hours that I spent on it over four days. And they bailed on the project and had all of my IP. That everything. And I showed Upwork, like, this is what I was working. I was using their time tracker app, everything. I got paid for 48 out of those 52 hours from Upwork. That's good. Yep. Yeah. And the only reason it, they didn't pay for the full amount is because I was uploading videos and it didn't have enough, like it didn't show that I was active enough on yeah. the computer screen. So they have that vetting process too. So you actually have to be working, um, you know, 
But 48 out of those 52 where I could have been out all 52 of those hours, I will take that. Yep. That's great. That's security that can't be beat. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, um, download Leah's freebie. The link will be in the um, show notes. And happy Upworking. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out if you need help. Yep. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. Don't forget to check out our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up.